set this up. All right, winecellarmedia.com. And uh, trigger warnings all apply for anyone tuning into this program. Uh, this one is a little different than how we typically cover these cop stories. Now, if I look over here on patch.com um, for uh, Ellicott City, uh, MD, Maryland, in Maryland, um, they have a news brief up, and it's Howard County, Maryland. And the, and the uh, article, as follows, goes... The Howard County uh, Police Department shared on social media October 8th that officers were mourning the loss of one of its own, PFC Christian Freeman. He died suddenly, as they put it in this article. And um, they put down that he'd been in the department since 1995 and worked the patrol division. A um, director of public affairs with the department declined to share additional information during this difficult time. It's now October 26th as we record this, and when I look online, I can't find any more additional information. Mm -hmm. So, at Wine Cellar Media, we'll go ahead and get the additional information ourselves because there really is nothing else to this incredibly short article. Yep. Um, and uh, Fiends, this is this is Amy. Yes. Hi, Amy. Nice to meet you. Even though we're not in person. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really grateful that you were um, able to come on and talk about this um, because this is exactly the sort of thing that we want to cover. We want these stories out there because we want people to be aware of what police are actually doing and what they're not being held accountable for. So um, if you would like to introduce yourself and then we can talk about your story, if that's okay. Sure. My name is Amy Cruz. Um, what all did you want to know about me? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I know, like, I'm kind of hesitating because like, okay, let's just get into it because this is a really terrible story, but um, it does need to be discussed. So um, as William mentioned, this is about Christian Freeman, who was a police officer who committed suicide. And um, I saw this because someone I follow on Facebook knew him, uh, lived near him. And, you know, I looked through the comments and I was like, oh, typical, you know, police propaganda, the, you know, thank you for your service and police are heroes. And then uh, I saw your comment and some people were saying this guy's a monster. Why isn't anybody acknowledging this? And I was like, oh, what's happening here? And so you have some insight about what made him a monster. He uh, sexually assaulted you, is my understanding, correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, wow. Um, so do you want to talk about that at all? Or do you want to give any sort of details on that? That's entirely up to you because this is very personal. Yes, I actually, after I found out about his suicide, his ex-wife started relentlessly harassing me online and I decided at that point it was time to come out with my story because I felt like I was battling it alone so mm -hmm. I recruited my troops um, by letting them know what happened to me so that they could stand with me and, and fight this battle with me. I'm really glad that you have a support system that's hugely crucial um, during traumatic events like this. Um, can I talk about your Facebook post? I saw your Facebook post about the situation. Sure. So something that um, I noticed you had said um, in your Facebook post is that this wasn't just uh, 
like a sexual assault that he had actually kidnapped you for several hours and had assaulted you repeatedly? Right. He, yes. It was actually, I was traveling for work and I did meet him on an online dating site. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a single woman. I try to date. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in Washington, D.C. And he found me on this site and we started talking and he invited me to go kayaking and not only had I never been kayaking I had never been in the area so of course I'm you know all about that so mm-hmm. I started questioning you know who he was what did he do you know to see if it would be something safe for me to do and he said he had been a police officer for 25 years um, or over 25 years I think he said and so I felt okay, you know, that's probably pretty safe. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's not going to hurt me. Um, and we did go kayaking. Um, and when we got back, uh, he was showing me, you know, through his, his garage. He also uh, is a member of Beltway Mustang Club. He was actually the president of Beltway Mustang Club. He has a race car, mm-hmm. trophies, showing me all his arrogant things you know Mm -hmm. this is all me and um when we got to the house um into the house he at that point it was like his personality changed um you know he was arrogant before but at least he wasn't um he became very aggressive and sadistic um controlling he restrained me um he made me call him sir if i didn't say yes sir to him he would hit me in the face um he he did rape me but to me it wasn't just about rape you you hear people all the time you know i've been raped and and you know it's bad enough that you had sex and you didn't really want to have sex, but this was about fear. This was about restraining me. This was about um, torturing me. He, I had bite marks on my back and teeth marks. Um, he ripped the hair from my head. Um, he told me that I was going to do exactly what he told me to do. Um, he said things like, um, you want to be submissive bitch, don't you? Um, he told me I needed to be gang banged and I was so afraid that maybe he had planned this and I didn't know who else he was going to have come in. I didn't know if I was going to live through that, Mm -hmm. um, he told me if I if I tried to push him away with my hands, he would tell me to keep my hands behind my back. And if I didn't keep my hands behind my back, he said he was going to handcuff me. Oh, that's um, He this went on for nearly two hours. Um, you know the the rape. It was all about how much pain he could inflict mm-hmm. on me it um 
he made me, he, he took my choices for me. Mm-hmm. I, so everybody says no means no. I couldn't say no because if I said no, I got hit. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I very quickly learned in that situation, I had to react in a way to, to save my own life. Mm-hmm. I did not know if I was going to leave there that night. And nobody knew where I was. My kids, so they wouldn't have known where to find me. Nobody, mm-hmm. I was in a strange place, you know, and who was I going to call to help me? He was the police, you know, they weren't, they weren't going to help me. This was, what was I going to do? Mm-hmm. No, that's, it was, that's um, so scary, yeah. It was a very, it was life altering situation. Mm-hmm. He took something from me, and I won't, I won't ever be the same again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is an incredibly traumatic experience, and I completely understand what you're saying about just trying to figure out how to get through it and how to survive. Um, you're never really prepared to be in a situation like that, and trying to figure out how to get through it can be incredibly difficult and it's absolutely traumatizing and you really are never the same um after something like that happens it's incredibly difficult but i'm so grateful that you did survive this so that you can come forward and tell your story which i think is incredibly brave and i absolutely commend you for um being willing to talk about this because you know if you weren't here telling the story people would just see you know um the police department's Facebook, uh, you know, their Facebook post of them just saying, oh, it's such a tragedy. And people just saying, oh, what a great guy, what a great guy. And this is actually who he was. And I think that people have a right to know about that. And it's really incredibly unfortunate that you're being harassed for telling your story. It's unfortunate that his family is um, trying to cover this up. That's incredibly awful and unfortunately not surprising, right? Uh, people do this sort of thing all the time, but um, is his ex-wife still bothering you online now? Once I came out with my, she had even created a fake Facebook profile so that she could come on to my Facebook page and make comments on my post. But once I came out with my story, um, I don't think she expected me. She had been harassing me for since he died, since he mm-hmm. killed himself. She started harassing me at that point, and I don't think she thought that I was going to say anything because it had been going on for about a week mm-hmm. when I finally came out with my story. <clears throat> and people, my friends, my family started defending me to her, and she finally disappeared. She deleted the, the fake profile. I haven't heard anything else. Um I've only had one other person contact me and say anything negative, and I immediately shut them down because they sounded like exactly the things Linda Freeman was saying to me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I shut him down real quick, and everyone else has been very supportive, and it has made me feel like I could take some of my power back at this point because Mm -hmm. I had... He, I had no choices with him. I, I couldn't say what I really felt. I couldn't say that I was afraid. I couldn't say that he was hurting me because the more he 
made me fear him. And the more he hurt me, the more he enjoyed that. So mm-hmm. I, you have to handle the situation in a way so that you can walk away from it. Because mm-hmm. I think if I had fought him, it would have been, it was already bad. And mm-hmm. it would have been incredibly worse right? if I had tried to fight him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, of so course, you it, know, the additional fact that he's a police officer, too. So now you're assaulting an officer, which is a felony in most places. So, yeah, that on top of everything else, I can't even. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I was afraid also it I I fell apart when I was finally able to leave there. And it was a daughter and a friend of mine who supported me through it immediately following and and actually convinced me to report it because I was terrified. I didn't know what would happen. I didn't know if, you know, his boys in blue were going to have his back and try to cover it up, if they would come after me, if they, you know, I I didn't know what was going to happen if I said anything. And my daughter and my best friend, they convinced me, you know, you have you have to do this. You can't just let this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did. I I went uh, and had my rape kit done. And um, it's been a battle, though, with Anne Arundel County is where it happened in mm-hmm. Maryland. And I can't even get a police report. They won't tell me anything. Um, the only thing they have told me is that they did collect evidence from his home, um, his computer, uh, photographs. He, I found out, it just keeps getting uglier. Mm -hmm. He, um, I found out that he ran a photography business out of his home. Okay. Um, he had told me while we were kayaking that he did start doing photography, but it was nature sunsets flowers you know this kind of thing right, right. but once i started doing searches for it i found um christian scott photography and the way i knew it was him is that it listed his home address okay as, as the place of business and it was for erotica and oh. implied sexual positions and mm-hmm. um Things that were definitely not nature photography. Right, um, not sunsets. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I wondered at this point was that, you know, I knew I couldn't have been the only one. I couldn't mm-hmm. have been. The, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew how to hit me and not leave a mark. Um, strangling me. He strangled me. He covered my face and suffocated me he he even told me he said how does it feel to be taken to the edge of death oh my god um yes it it was um no it doesn't feel good to be taken to the edge of death it doesn't feel good to have someone suffocating the life out of you and you can't you can't do anything about it Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. That's incredibly traumatizing and that's incredibly terrifying. And it's really unfortunate that he um, really thought that he was going to get away with that or that he could get away with that. And that is just that's awful, honestly. And my heart absolutely goes out to you because this is 
incredibly difficult. And, you know, we in the wine cellar have a firm belief that um, pretty much all rapists are serial rapists, um, that attackers are serial attackers, abusers are serial abusers. And you're right when you say that you're you couldn't be the only one. I'm I hope I hope that if there are more victims that they are able to come forward and discuss this and tell this story, because this really does need to be known. Um, you know, too often abusers are allowed to get away with this sort of behavior, and especially if they're police officers because they're protected by their badges. And it's just, it's not right, you know, and we need to take a stand about, uh, we need to take a stand. We need to do something. So I'm very happy. And uh, if these people, if these people are sworn to protect us, then mm-hmm. who is protecting us from them? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you said it earlier, but, you know, he's a police officer. So who do you call? Like, you can't call 911 when it's the police who are the ones who are hurting you. Um, and I'm sorry that they're being difficult. Um as far as trying to help you with this case, um, you said you couldn't get a police report. That's just awful. Um, do you know if they were planning to prosecute him at all? Or I was actually contacted by Howard County Police, which is who he worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, Internal Affairs has actually been doing an investigation Um, I've been contacted by a lot of people. His next door neighbor contacted me and told me that the day he killed himself, there were so many police cars and ambulance over there. Mm -hmm. But Howard County told me that he did not kill himself at his home, that he killed himself in a public place in Howard County and wanted his boys in blue to come get him, uh, could find the body. Um, but according to the neighbor, the ambulance was at his house, which Mm -hmm. is in Anne Arundel County. So that doesn't make sense. So if he killed himself in a public place in Howard County, why was an ambulance at his home in Anne Arundel County collecting Mm -hmm. his body? It's, you know, all these stories are conflicting, I don't know why or what they're trying to cover up. Um, I was told by somebody else connected to Howard County, and I don't know this. This is things people are contacting me and telling me Mm -hmm. that um, the videos and pictures on his his, uh, computer, and I will quote him, he said, is some of the sickest shit they've ever seen. Wow. And I am thinking, my God, please tell me he did not videotape my rape. And Mm -hmm. it's out there, you know, because I know that's a business. I know people buy and sell this stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he did have more money than what a what a average police officer should have, you know, to have. The things that he owned with his race car and, you know, all, all these things. I, you know, I don't think an average police officer has those kind of things. Um, so I don't know where his money was coming from. I, I hope to God my video is not out there. I hope to God there are not other victims whose videos and photos are out there. But all I know is these are the things I'm hearing. I know Anne Arundel County... The only thing they will tell me is that, yes, they did collect evidence from his home, 
no, they will not tell me anything. It's an open investigation. And I'm like, so you're not going to tell me if there's a video of my rape? You're not going to tell me, are there pictures? You Am I just going to find this out one day? You know, why won't right. you tell me? They won't tell me anything. They won't even call me back. Oh, that's They won't awful. even call me back. That's just incredibly disrespectful. So I don't know. I don't know what's happening there i yeah i i i i don't know right i don't know Mm -hmm. go ahead i don't know what to do you know i don't all these posts about what a great man he was and Mm -hmm. I mean all that just sticking with me I read a post that said he he was always there for people he always went out of his way for people he always made people feel safe no Mm -hmm. no I I did not feel safe at all I didn't feel safe right absolutely and 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 they act like they act like I should be okay like this was nothing mm-hmm. he changed me i will ever i will ever go back to who i was before i know that's not fair. and i don't know i don't know when i asked my therapist since this has happened when will i ever feel normal again when will i ever not be afraid and she told me that I won't ever go back that I'll have to find a new normal a normal that I can live with and I don't know that I'm okay with that that's not fair it's absolutely not killed himself he doesn't have to answer for what he did he doesn't have to live with what he did but I have to live with it every single day Mm mm-hmm you're right. It is. I lost fair. my job. Oh, I'm so I lost sorry. my dream job. That was my dream job. I was going to travel the country, and I lost my job, and I may end up losing my home. And I don't have. He took. He took this from me, and it's not fair. They're having a big fancy memorial funeral for him tomorrow. And that's not right. It's not right. He was a monster. Why are we honoring a monster? I don't understand. Amy, we have. And I feel sorry. He has. He has one adult daughter, and I feel sorry for her because this this was her father. And I'm sure she had no idea. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at first I didn't tell my story because I felt bad that I was going to cause her some pain. But she's an adult woman, and I hope to God something like this never happens to her. But she's going to have to deal with who her father really was. Mm -hmm. uh, We have a... um... We <clears throat> check my uh, my decibels here. Uh, we have a support network, and um, we can link you in with uh, good folks that we know that you can talk to uh, other survivors 
in groups like I know you have mm-hmm. some folks uh, between Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Uh, and we um, and if you do need a uh, fundraising help, uh, we do have a pretty decent reach with um, with getting folks to help with fundraising mm-hmm. and uh, th- things like that if needed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Absolutely. And, also- and that's another thing. Mm-hmm. That's one more thing. Let me add that. With Anne Arundel County refusing to give me a police report, the crisis center that I've been working with, they said that states have a victim fund for people like me who have gone through something like this and need some help getting over that hump until you can get back to work and take care of yourself again. I can't even file a claim because they won't give me a police report. I can't. You have to have the police report. And they will give me nothing. It looks as if I never even filed charges. And this is totally unfair to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like something... I don't understand. Oh, Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, if you'd like something else that we can do is um, organize uh, sort of like a phone bank and have people call in and tweet and email um, the police department to get you um, that police report. Um, unfortunately, the way that a lot of these police departments are set up, they want to protect their own, but it seems that um, a decent amount of public exposure can uh, create uh, a little bit of change, cause some consequences. So if we can get enough folks, and I'm certainly happy to organize that for you um, if you'd like me to. I'm happy to get folks on social media to um, start uh, being more vocal about this so that you can get your paperwork and you can file those claims because you are absolutely entitled to them and you absolutely have a right to those things. You deserve that. I I would think anything would be helpful. We've exhausted everything here. We even went to the sergeant um, over my detective that was handling my case and even his sergeant absolutely refused, said, no, it's an open investigation. We aren't releasing anything. They they just, they won't even budge on anything. And I don't understand that. I don't, uh, even at the Rape Crisis Center, they said, I have never experienced a police department that just will absolutely not cooperate with the victims. So I I don't understand why this is happening you know, they didn't mm-hmm. even arrest him. They didn't even arrest him had it been anyone else. You know, if I if it had just been a guy on the street and I said, that's the man who raped me, they would have arrested him. Mm-hmm. They did not arrest Christian Freeman, and it was because he was a police officer. Right, absolutely. They said they had to wait for the DNA to come back. Why? Why do you have to wait for the DNA? I He doesn't deny being with me of -hmm. course there's dna he doesn't deny it there's pictures of us together so he can't deny us being together i have pictures the rape kit the the bite marks the the hair ripped from my head i had all this evidence and they still did not arrest him i don't i don't understand i don't understand Um, one else would have been arrested. Yeah, it's really unfortunate the way that the system is set up to protect um, abusers and rapists, especially when they're police. And it's really not fair to victims. And it's incredibly difficult. And unless, you know, we put public pressure on them, I don't think things are going to change, unfortunately. 
um, because they have been told they can get away with anything they want. And this is the consequence of that, right, is that we have victims who are hurting, who um, can't go back to the way things were before. And a lot of police, unfortunately, are okay with that. And that's really something that we need to fight back against. And it's an incredibly difficult fight, and it's uphill every inch of the way. Yes, it's an abuse of power. He has had this power for 25 years or more. Mm-hmm. And I feel sorry for anyone else that has been victimized by him and and has not been able to come out because of it. Because even with me coming out, I know this struggle every single day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't leave my house for two weeks. I couldn't. I couldn't leave mm-hmm. and I barely started going out now it's the fear all the time and it's it's been a lot harder you know you hear people talking about PTSD and and suffering trauma but until you actually live it yourself you don't realize mm-hmm. how crippling it really is. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. I agree. I've I've been there. Um, I just wanted to make sure I have the name right. It's Anne Arundel County. I thought that was one word, but apparently yeah. it's someone's like someone's name. Is that that's uh, the I one? I have no idea. I just know it's Anne Arundel County, Maryland, and he okay. worked in Howard County, Maryland. Okay, I'm just. Uh, making notes so that we can um, organize uh, putting some pressure on these folks to release some of your documentation so that you can um, move on with things and get the treatment and healing and resources that you need because that's incredibly huge um, when it comes to recovering from trauma. You know, you have to have your support system and you have to, uh, you have to be able to access things in order to heal as best you can. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now, um, I just, I'm going back looking at your, uh, Facebook post. Um, and I'm really glad that fortunately I'm looking at the comments that there's not, um, hateful comments happening. So I'm really just like glad that you have this sort of support system. Um, I, I just, the more I look at it, the more horrific it gets that you had to endure this. This is just incredibly terrible. Um, what can we do to help you? I want people to know. I want people to know the truth that this happens out there and that this man did this to me. And I couldn't have been the only one. And I hope that somehow any other victims hear me and they feel safe that they can now come forward mm-hmm. and any other rape situation people that feel like they can't come out I hope that they can because it does make you feel like you're taking some of your strength back some of your your power back and that mm-hmm. you can stand up for yourself um for him they were doing fundraisers and memorials and and 
some of these car, these Mustang groups were doing fundraisers for him. And that just sickened me. It's like, how, how can you support him knowing there's victims out there? Nobody's supporting me. Nobody's supporting any of us. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones suffering. We're the ones suffering. Right. He took his life. He doesn't. He didn't want to answer for anything that he had done. It was too big a blow to his ego. He didn't. He didn't want people to know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. They said there. He wrote five pages of a to-do list of, you know, what to do with his his things, his his race car, his Harley, his trophies, his house. You know, do this with all my stuff. Me, me, me. But. No word of, as a matter of fact, I, his um, sergeant with internal affairs told me he denied what he did to me, that he denied it. That is incredibly can, bold, well, considering the amount of it? evidence. How can you deny it? Wow. That, yeah, considering the how amount of evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're you're sitting there ready to take your own life and you're still denying it knowing what you did knowing knowing what they found in your house knowing the things they found on your computer knowing the evidence that i had Mm -hmm. and he's still still denying i don't he i i don't i'm i don't i don't understand it i don't understand That's incredibly awful and just, you know, further shows what type of person he is as far as wanting to abuse power and to hurt people. Honestly, this is um, this is sadism, pure and simple, wanting to hurt people and, you know, knowing that that evidence is there, you know, uh, physical evidence, um, testimony from you and still saying, no, I'm not going to suffer the consequences of this. I think that just shows how uh, deep that narcissism goes. Right. And just how willing he is to hurt other people and how much he enjoyed it. And that's incredibly um, terrifying. Even in death, even in death, he was still taking my choices away. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that sickens me that, that he would go to that extreme to protect his own ego. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing that all this was going to come out, it's incredibly awful. And I, uh, I think that's, uh, <clears throat> I think that's something in uh, patriarchy and patriarchal values that he's going to deny it, even though he knows that they know because there's evidence. He knows that the victims know because they're the victims, but he's going to deny it and commit suicide so that in his patriarchal worldview of himself. He gets to go out with a good narrative. Mm-hmm. He gets to go out with what he prefers his reputation to be. Like that that that's what I, I I think about that. And you said um you you lost your um your dream job. What 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 were you doing? I worked for Florida Cancer Specialist and I was traveling um, they have started American Oncology Network across the United States um, to help 
doctors in smaller cities that maybe don't have the funds to run their practices as effectively as they could. So that influx of money is going into these practices now. And I took a job with them. Um, I work in the laboratory and I took a job with them so that when we acquired these new practices, I would travel to those locations and train uh, the laboratory personnel on the new systems and um, get all these practices up and running. And I would travel all over the United States doing this, not only something good um, as far as working with cancer patients, but um, being able to travel. I'd never traveled before and I was going to get to see the country. Um and I had just taken this job. I was only three weeks in when this happened. And unfortunately, they didn't want me to take any time off to see my doctor. Um, I was supposed to see a doctor two weeks after the occurrence um, to have all the STD testing, HIV, syphilis, you know, all that blood work, <laughs> make sure, <coughs> excuse me, that I was healing properly. Um, I did end up with infection. Um, I needed to see a doctor. And they didn't want me to have to take any time off and told me that if I could not be back at work on Monday that I needed to resign. And I didn't want to. I didn't want I didn't want to lose my job. That is horrific. And so I... I had no choice. I had to take care of myself. And um, so now I, I lost that. And so now, so what you were doing there, you're, this is cancer work. You're working with hospitals, doctors in the, in the medical field. And we see these yeah. police officers. We see what they're doing, like as as we know, anyone who tunes into this program knows that police are out there committing rape, sexual assault across the board, hardcore, nationwide, internationally. Mm-hmm. We know that they are um, planting evidence on people. Police literally go around ruining lives while you were an actual medical superhero going around trying to save lives. That's the the, the disgusting irony of this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, like I see you. You're a hero to me. I think so too. I think you're also incredibly brave for coming forward and talking about this at all because it's it's heavy and um the society we live in unfortunately tends to discard rape survivors. It uh you know, most victims aren't believed when they come forward with their stories. Most victims never see justice, which you are you fully understand. And you came forward anyway, and I think that's just amazing, and that's incredibly brave, so props to you for that. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying to get through it. Yes. Um, is um, Is there anything else that we missed or anything that you want to say in closing here? Just to any other victims out there. Find the strength inside yourself and be strong. We're the survivors. You have to 
you have to get through it and you have to go on and you have to be strong for your families and your children and we can do this all right all right there has to be there has to be an answer there has to be an answer police have to be held accountable Mm mm-hmm for what they do. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to go ahead. We're going to publish this um, immediately, really, like uh, before we get to the afternoon of this day in uh, Central Standard Time. And um, and then okay. we're going to go ahead and get the contact information to that police department. Mm-hmm. And we're going to publish that to a page with 85,000 followers, mm-hmm. a Twitter page with, what do you have, 13,000? Yeah. 13,000 followers, another Facebook page with 16,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we'll be uh, tagging our uh, friends and whatnot and letting folks know to call that department, flood them. Absolutely. We, yeah, we've done this before. We'll do it again. Um, yeah. Also, feel free to include names of anybody if we need to um, address anyone by name or drop names. Just let us know those, and we will absolutely include them and ruin their weekend. Yes, we will. Yeah. Okay. Yep. As, as long as there's uh, social networks, there will be some justice. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right. you very much. Goodbye. All right. We got some work to do. To the blog talk here. Okay. All right. Have a good one. Did you need anything else from me? Um, well, um, yeah, actually, uh, Phoenix, you mentioned names. Yeah. Should we uh, yeah. get any of those? Were there... Yeah. Well, with yeah, Anne Arundel the... County, Detective Downey was the detective handling the criminal case. Um, Sergeant Sweeney is his supervisor. Sergeant the one that was Sweeney? Saying no, I Sweeney, yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I know with Anne Arundel County. Uh, with Howard County Internal Affairs, there was Sergeant King and Sergeant Ehart. Um, she has been very helpful for me. She actually... Um, connected me with the rape crisis center here in my area. So she she has actually helped me a good deal. Um, but Howard County, the command is what I was told was trying to cover up, you know, what happened at in- Internal Affairs, which is Ehart and King. That they were on my side as far as everything, but command are the ones you know, in charge of that post, um, you know, and trying to sweep it all under the rug. So I don't know. I was also told, and I didn't mention this because I couldn't find anything, was told that he had a charge involving a minor about a year or so ago, and I don't, I couldn't find anything. Couldn't find anything. Um, He told me it, it should be public record, but I found absolutely nothing. Okay regarding it i don't know what happened there if it got swept under the rug if he paid somebody off i don't know but it's uh, nothing it's non-existent okay 
Um, uh, did they say what type of charge it, at all? It's ugly. Um, sexual assault charges involving a minor. Really? Wow. Well, like yeah. we said, all rapists are serial rapists. Okay. Um, I'll see what I can find about that. And like I said, I, I really think this photography business he was running from his home, I think that was a lure. I think he was a predator, and, and I think that was a way to lure people in. Uh-huh. And my sister, she's like, I swear that was his rape room that I was in because this was, it was an addition to his home. Um, I didn't see any other part of the house. This was off the back of the house, off the patio. It was um, the wood was still raw where this room had been added on. Um, nothing in there but a bed and a couple of end tables. Mm. Um, no dresser it's not like it was the master bedroom it didn't you know it didn't look like a bedroom it right it looked like a room with a bed and my sister's like amy that that was probably his rape room he probably has cameras set up to video in there you know this mm-hmm. is probably where things happened in that house mm-hmm. and the neighbor told me that he had hundreds of women going in and out of there all the time um that she just thought maybe it was a bachelor thing because, you know, he's single. And, but I don't think so. I, I think he was probably a serial rapist and they just don't want any of this to get out. I would agree with you on that. I I didn't want to mention any of that because I don't know. I I don't know. I only wanted to speak to what I knew. Mm -hmm. These are things that I'm hearing coming in from my post and you know i i don't know um i just know it's ugly absolutely absolutely um i'm sorry from anna rundle county it was sergeant sweeney did you say somebody else's name too up uh, detective downey detective Downey is the one actually handling the criminal charges okay. and it has not been closed and they originally when he killed himself they told me that the case would be closed because mm-hmm. he's deceased but it has not been closed and what i can gather from that my sister also one of her friends is a detective with a sexual assault unit where she lives and um she's been doing it for years and she said when they don't close the case it's because there is still something there to investigate there is uh maybe other victims and from what I was told, yes, from the pictures and videos and things they found on his computer, that I was not the only one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's still open. Um, they won't tell you. They won't tell you anything. Okay. Nothing. Okay. And I did finally contact an attorney who's looking into it. He thinks, you know, not only would I have a claim to his estate, but, you know, he thinks that. Anne Arundel County and the way they've been handling it and the fact that they never arrested him and never even officially charged him that um, that they should really be looking into that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I think we've got um we've got good information here. Yeah, so we're definitely um yeah, the phone banking will be happening. We're going to eat ourselves a little lunch and and get back to this desk and we're going to get to work.
Yeah, you've you've yeah you you've run into some the right folks, Amy, and um, and I'll definitely uh make a kind of try to tag you in with some other folks that I know. Um, you know, uh, so I got some good feminist friends, some nice folks, and other other survivors and whatnot that you can interact with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate that. All right. I, th- I think um I think I think we've got it. I'm gonna go ahead and stop the recording. And uh, 